and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm your host, Randy, here on the mic, and we embrace newcomers, experts alike to crypto, NFTs, Metaverse, Web3. So if you are curious about this space and you're a beginner, or if you know a lot about the space and you want to dive deeper, you've come to the right place. I'm so excited about the lineup of guests we have for our first season of the podcast, and today's guest has been a woman that I have been so looking forward to having on the podcast for so long. Um, She's such a pioneer in the space and really at sitting at the peak of the intersection between big brands, Web3, Web2, and connecting everything and everyone. So without further ado, I'm so excited to introduce Avery Akineni, president of Vayner3, a consultancy that can help brands invest in experiences across the Web3 ecosystem, building branded metaverses, blockchain integration, you name it. Avery, how are you doing? How's your summer going? My summer is amazing. Thank you so much for having me on here, Randy. I can't believe it's already August. Um, Time is just flying by, but as you know, the Web3 world never sleeps and there's never a dull moment. (laughs) Absolutely. So we're in a kind of a virtual metaverse crypto cafe together. I wish we were in a real one. I I hope we will be soon. But set the scene. What would you be drinking in this virtual cafe right now? I'm drinking an IRL cold brew right now. I'm constantly with uh, my cold brew. I think my toxic trait is that I must have a cold coffee uh, every single time I leave my house. So I would definitely be having a cold brew or some kind of iced coffee drink. How about you? I love it. And first of all, that is not a toxic trait. That's like survival. Uh, by the way, I already had two coffees today. I'm drinking a flat white at the moment, which is kind of like just like a fancy cappuccino, but it makes you sound fancier when you order it, I think. Um, yeah, thank you. But, you know, I'm not very Tracy. I'm sitting on the floor of my office right now uh, recording this this podcast with my coffee. Um, Avery, so tell us about what brought you to Vayner 3. And actually, I mean, it's it's only just recently Vayner 3 it used to be Vayner NFT. So uh, walk us through that journey a little bit. Yeah, so I've been working in the Vayner ecosystem for almost uh, five years now. I joined Gary um, originally under Vayner Media um, from my job at Google, where I was working um, in our uh, marketing organization and uh, had come across the Vayner folks um, as one of the agency partners uh, that we were working with. And I got to know some of them and then got to know Gary. And I was incredibly impressed with how they were thinking so differently, particularly about social media. So five years ago, Vayner was really... Um, making a name for themselves with community management and building out really cool social and web two strategies on behalf of brands and organizations. And Gary himself was really the poster child of that. Um, And, you know, I joined Vayner and worked in the media team um, for a couple of years. And my husband and I were very interested in moving to Asia. Uh, He was doing a lot of work in China. And when we went there, I was like, looking into the future, just in terms of speed and technology and mobile and digital everything. We were both just incredibly um, inspired by that. And it actually inspired us wanting to move to Asia. So uh, I mentioned this to Gary and I assumed I would actually just go back brand side because that's where I'd spent uh, my career. I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave Vayner and and go back um, brand side and and move to Asia because I think Asia's you know, the future of the world. And Gary gave me the opportunity to actually open up Vayner's media's offices uh, in Asia, first starting with Singapore, and then we expanded into 
Tokyo and Bangkok and Sydney and Hong Kong. And it was just an incredible experience. Um, we were able to grow the team, you know, awarded agency of the year and all this awesome stuff. Um, but during the sort of pandemic, um, it became pretty challenging, uh, you know, just being very far away from my family and my friends. So I knew that I wanted to move back when the right opportunity presented itself. So fast forward to late 2020, having dinner with Gary, like right after Christmas, and we're talking about what's next and brainstorming. He had this like very early inkling on, you know, being interested in the NFT world. And by early 21, it was more than an inkling. Gary was full on obsessed with CryptoPunks and Top Shot. And we were, you know, he had mobilized um, many of the folks in his orbit to get interested as well. So we started doing a ton of homework. You know, I started playing around on Discord, on Clubhouse at the time, um, Twitter, and really starting to listen and learn um, and speak to OGs in the space of what made it so special. And it really unlocked this clarity for me that the blockchain was going to change not just the internet, but consumer behavior forever. So we started, you know, narrowly focusing on NFTs because we thought that was like the most clear opportunity for most, um, you know, to start with. So we got really into that in 2021. Uh, Gary launched the VFriends project in May and we launched Vayner NFT shortly thereafter in July of 2021 um, with the objective of helping enterprises navigate the world of NFTs, which was super new back then. Um, And over the course of a year, it became clear to us that one, what most of these big organizations need um, is, you know, everybody wants to launch an NFT yesterday, but what they need is actually education and strategy before they even get to the point of launching something, you know, Mm -hmm. everything from risk assessment to thinking of a meaningful consumer engagement um, before just kind of jumping in. So we were doing a lot of strategy work and a lot of education and sort of consulting on not just NFTs, but on tokens, on blockchain, on metaverse, and whether or not that makes sense for brands to participate in. So by the time we had our first birthday, it was time to evolve. And we just renamed ourselves as Vayner3. Congrats. And and uh, all the way in one year uh, to come that whole journey. But I mean, that is how lightning fast Web3 moves. Um, I'd lo- Avery, I'd love your thoughts a little bit on what's going on with the NFT market right now and uh, and what you think some of the trends will be as we emerge from the kind of bear market that we're in? Yeah, I think that right now we're in this super interesting point in time for the NFT market. For one, I, I believe the game hasn't even started. We're so incredibly early to all this. We all say it all the time, but it's so true that, you know, roller coaster of crypto Twitter and, you know, hot mints is um, very action packed. And there's this incredible subculture built within the NFT ecosystem. And you've done an incredible job cultivating this on behalf of Hug. We see companies like BFF building new organizations and communities, companies like VFriends, and they're building really special things. But at the same time as that's happening, we also see a lot of greed and a lot of you know, very speculative and sometimes unsafe, like investing going on. And I think that over the past couple of weeks, we've seen a really serious cool down in terms of trading volume and trading activity, um, which has spooked some people, but, uh, and, you know, the headlines will have you believe that this is the end of NFTs and the end of crypto, but actually I believe it's a healthy correction that starts to sort of wash out some of that really speculative behavior and, 
um, starts to also usher in a new era of NFTs, which is all about sort of enterprise grade technology and utility, um, which I think is is really important for where NFTs are heading. We've seen the last 18 months be such a hot collectibles market. And I believe that the collectibles market still matters. Like you can go search on eBay for a number of different like vintage playing card, vintage ticket, vintage neon light. There's always an, a market for these kind of collectibles. There will be for digital collectibles as well, but that will be a tiny fraction of what the NFT market represents. I think the future of NFTs are price coming way down and scale coming way out as something that really becomes ubiquitous for normal consumers as part of their daily lives, whether that's digital or, or in real life. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, uh, what, you know, I, I've seen several bear and bull markets across my career. And um, what's actually interesting is these corrective times in the market are often when some of the best startups and the best ideas and, and the builders really get to work. So uh, I'll be really excited to see what comes out of this. Uh, Avery, I'm, I'm curious to uh, understand a little bit more maybe about some of the brands you're working with now or some of the projects that you're most excited about. Yeah. Um, we are working with a number of, um, I would say it's companies, um, which includes some, some element of brands. So we have a, several that are public and uh, that are on our website, which I can share a little bit with you all on. Um, one that I'm really excited about right now is PepsiCo and all the cool things that are um, in the works across their um, brands, across their organization. Um, we have a couple of their CMOs who are really leaned in and also really committed to learning and adding value to the ecosystem. One thing that I love about um, how PepsiCo sort of thinks is, is they're not looking at about at this from a commercial standpoint, but really from a consumer engagement standpoint. I um, mean, they have so uh, incredibly much to offer consumers. And, uh, you know, as, as a CPG product, it's not something that um, in real life redemption is like the only thing that they're thinking about. They're also thinking about digital experiences and digital activations and digital community building, which makes me incredibly excited. I also just got off a plane from visiting some of our friends in Dallas who, um, you know, at 7-Eleven, they're doing some really interesting strategy work on thinking about how to make things like NFTs convenient for, you know, their, their consumers who aren't crypto millionaires, but are people who are hustling and bustling through their daily lives. And, you know, is there a way that Web3 can help enable um, their lives to be a little bit more convenient, um, which is super fun. And, you know, we're working also um, on some fun activations with our friends at Coinbase in the next couple of months around some big cultural moments. So those are some of the partners that we are working with. And, you know, we've got an amazing roster of enterprises who I'm just so thrilled with the level of commitment that we're seeing from executives, because as you know, Randy, um, that's a, a big, it takes some guts if you're, you know, a C-level marketer or executive to really um, be willing to invest during this time when you're seeing a lot of headwinds showcased in uh, mainstream media. And this is the time when we think builders are building and whether it's MasterCard or Disney um, or Snap or Meta, who are investing in, in very significantly in building uh, to this new world, it's not always easy to do that with the pressures from Wall Street and the pressures from investors um, and sort of the pressures of the short term as these execs and companies look towards really the longer term opportunities. So we're fortunate to have partners who are on this journey with us and we're all learning together, which is what makes it really fun. 
completely agree and love that. For anyone who's joining our podcast midway through, I'm so delighted to be connecting today with Avery Akneni, president at Vayner3, a consultancy that helps brands invest in experiences across the Web3 ecosystem. You're listening to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, and I'm Randy here on the mic. So Avery, I love to ask my guests what's in your wallet, because I feel like I you learn a lot about someone from what they've personally collected or purchased themselves. So Give us a, a little bit of a tour through some of the highlights in your wallet. I love that question. Okay, I'll share a couple that are some new mints um, to share with your listeners. So one that I actually just grabbed yesterday is Superfest. Um, for any of the mm. listeners who might be familiar with Outside Lands or Bonnaroo, um, these incredible festivals put on by this really cool team. Bonnaroo was actually my first ever music festival. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. So that was my first experience at a festival. And I have very, very fond memories of Bonnaroo. So when I saw the Superfest um, token, which is being built by the creators of, of Outside Lands and Bonnaroo, I definitely wanted to get in on one because I love how they're using Web3 um, and they're using NFTs and the principles of decentralization as a way to empower their community to help them shape their next festival. There's very clear utility in that you can actually go to this festival if you're a holder. And I'm super excited to be a part of that. And I should also give my good friend, Rich, uh, a shout out because he is one of the masterminds behind it and anything he works on, I know is going to be amazing. Um, The second one that I think is a, is a new mint that I'm excited about is the ledger um, pass. I think ledger has done an incredible job of helping um, make cold storage and hardware security as sexy as it can be whether it's doing cool design collaborations with folks like us or the V friends ledger collab or uh, the hundreds with their clever collab. I love how ledger is making, you know, crypto security cool. So I was super excited to um, grab, I believe it's called the ledger market pass if I'm not wrong. Um, Mm. So that's another one that, that I'm really excited about. That's a great one. And yes, everyone who is collecting NFTs or doing anything in Web3 needs to have a cold wallet and not store things on their computer or their mobile phone because uh, unfortunately, there's still a lot of room for growth in safety and security in this area. So we all have to keep ourselves safe. Um Avery, I'm, I, one thing I've always admired you too is you are such a huge supporter of women getting into Web3. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you're thinking about that. You know, we are fortunate to be um, in a position where we can help both shine a spotlight on incredible female creators, elevate incredible uh, creative and strategic thinkers who happen to be women, um, and build them into our organization. So, I'm very lucky that on my team, we have a bunch of women that I really admire in the space. And it's funny because, you know, people are always doing these women in web three lists and um, documents and things like that. And I think the ambition for all of us is that, you know, in a few months or years, we won't even need that kind of thing, right? Like women will just be part of web three and not need to be our own (laughs) special group. But the reality is right now, there are not that many of us. Um, And, you know, I think a few, few, projects or NFT brands have really stood out to me as empowering women as well. Um, World of Women, which is a profile picture I, I rock pretty frequently. I was, you know, fortunate to be in early on that one is one that I think has created a lot of inclusivity and awareness and also given, you know, mainstream women 
something that feels like them, that feels beautiful, that feels feminine, that, you know, has a communication style that was a little bit different than the crypto bro stuff that existed before, you know, a year ago. So that's one that I really love. And I'm thrilled at Vayner 3 to be able to hire a bunch of badass women, some who are really deep in crypto, like my chief of staff, Katrina Craytrain on, on Twitter, um, was a woman that I'd followed for a long time on social. And we spoke on some panels and I actually brought her over to Vayner because I'm just impressed with the work that she does evangelizing. Jess Greenwald, um, who's one of my creative directors, is another badass woman in, in NFTs. She's always pushing us to try different chains and try thinking about things in a different way. And um, I also recruited her because I love how she's always building community with different women. And I also love what you're building with the hug project and creating inclusivity in a safe space for women and non-binary individuals to learn about web three and crypto and feel welcomed, not feel intimidated by a lot of the, you know, sometimes very, uh, very crypto bro lingo and language (laughs) that pervades our space. Absolutely. And I that I love how you shouted out these amazing women and I can't wait to get to know them and, and check them out more also. That's uh I think that's that's true leadership to elevate the people around you also. Um Avery, looking into your crystal ball, I mean I I, you keep saying that we're at the beginning, the game hasn't even started yet. Um, none of us really know where it's going, but if you had to guess, where do you think we'll be in a, a few years from now? If I had to guess, we're probably not using the acronym NFTs anymore. And that was part of <laughs> one of the reasons we decided to evolve our name. Um, I think that crypto will, so I'll, let's break this into a few pieces. I think one, the concept of NFTs will be ubiquitous, but it might not be called NFTs. I think Reddit, you know, we worked with them recently on a white paper, which I encourage anyone who's interested in learning more about NFTs to read. Um, but you know, actually they didn't, they launched these avatars, which are blockchain based avatars, but they actually didn't call them NFTs because they wanted them to feel accessible to their community. Um, So I think that we'll see more folks going into that direction of sort of blockchain managed assets that may not be called NFTs. I think we'll see that be a core utility function first. So whether that is an NFT serving as your ticket or an NFT serving as your key card to a hotel or your membership card for an airline, I think we'll see a lot of those type of utilities really driving the space. And I think Um, the pricing will be just dramatically lower outside of the really high-end stuff. I don't think the future of NFTs is $500 each for normal consumers. I think um, it will see a lot of free, a lot of low cost. They might have some trading activity on the back end, but uh, much greater accessibility that way. I think the crypto world, I know we're in the crypto cafe. I think crypto is going to gain adoption much more quickly. I think we'll see, we already see this with people being able to pay for a car or, you know, a house using crypto. Um, I think soon you'll be able to pay for your coffee using crypto and, and sort of a a more utilized form of currency, probably in emerging markets um, as one of the sort of leaders there um, where we can see a little bit of a leapfrog effect. Um, I could see that being a really uh, meaningful progress in the next couple of years. And um, in terms of blockchain, I think we're going to see some enterprise grade applications of blockchain technology that really blow people's minds. There's so much inefficiency at things like supply chains that blockchain can really help authenticate, verify, and expedite. Um, And I'm incredibly excited to see what the implications of blockchain are for when they really 
get put to use at, at enterprise grade scale, which I think we'll see in the coming years. So I think NFTs will be ubiquitous, but maybe not called NFTs. I think uh, crypto will be widely accepted, um, particularly when we're looking at a global scale. And I think blockchain will be heavily utilized for B2B applications that maybe consumers won't be aware of, but it'll be powering a lot of the infrastructure that consumers use um, for their daily and digital lives. Well, you it, that's certainly an exciting world and one that I I, I really uh, can't wait to, to be part of. Uh, in our final moments together, Avery, is there a dream company or person or, or brand that you would love to collaborate with if you could snap your fingers and work with anyone? That is such a great question because collaborations are my favorite thing to do, especially in the early days of Web3. Because, you know, one plus one can really equal 11 if you do it in the right way. Um, let's see, one brand, one Web3 brand that I would love to officially collaborate with um, has to be the Boss Beauties folks. We've been circling around a couple of different opportunities and nothing is fully manifested yet. So I'm dying to do something with Boss Beauties. I'm putting it out in the world. I hope that we'll do something in the next couple of months together that's official and groundbreaking because I really admire uh, Lisa and her team. And we've had a couple of um, almost final things that I I can't wait to bring to life uh, because I really believe in their mission. I'm I, that's such a great answer. And I honestly, I can't imagine a better collaboration between uh, anyone than you and Lisa. So I, I truly hope that comes to life. Avery, it's been such a pleasure connecting with you today. Where can people go to reach you and connect further and, and any final thoughts about uh, um, launches or anything that you have going on in, in the immediate future? For sure. So I'm Avery Akinini on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Be Real, all the places, um, just first name, last name. And please do follow us along Vayner3 um, on social platforms as well. Um, my team is amazing about posting fun stuff. And, you know, I'll give one plug for a recent um, educational series that we just did, I think two weeks ago. I think it'd be a really good place for your listeners who want to learn more about specific um, cool partners and platforms that we would recommend. It's called VaynerX's Web3 Demo Day. We had 45 different partners from across the ecosystem come in and talk about crypto custody and talk about um, NFT minting platforms and talk about how, you know, uh, 3D art. It's really cool. And it's a great way to learn more if you want to hear from a lot of the brightest minds in Web3. Love that so much. I should say that. Oh, YouTube. Terrific. Avery, what a delight to chat with you. You are always just such a wealth of information, so polished and so incredible. I I truly hope that we get to be in an actual cafe together very soon, drinking cold brew together. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me today on Crypto Cafe. Thank you so much, Randy, and enjoy the rest of your flat white. Thank you. That was Avery Akneni, president of Vayner3. As you can see, she's just one of the most incredible people in the Web3 ecosystem. Vayner3 is a consultancy that helps brands invest in experiences across Web3. A few of the companies that she was talking about, you can get more information uh, through segments that we've done on SiriusXM in the past. Avery mentioned World of Women. I had the opportunity to interview Shannon Snow, the COO of World of Women recently. 
recently on my SiriusXM show, so you can find that on demand on the SiriusXM app or on Pandora. Uh, Boss Beauties, we've had the founder, Lisa Mayer, on on our show a few times. Uh, She's truly a pioneer, so I would definitely encourage you to check those out. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I look forward to coming back to you very soon with more amazing leaders across Web3. Thanks for tuning in.